0: 2 Kings, Chapter 15, Azariah's reign over Judah In the twenty-seventh year of King Jeroboam's reign over Israel, Amaziah, son of Azariah, became king over Judah. He was sixteen years old when he began to reign, and he reigned for fifty-two years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jecolia, who was from Jerusalem. He did what the Lord approved, just as his father Amaziah had done. But the high places were not eliminated. The people continued to offer sacrifices and burn incense on the high places. The Lord afflicted the king with an illness. He suffered from a skin disease until the day he died. He lived in separate quarters while his son Jotham was in charge of the palace and ruled over the people of the land. The rest of the events of Azariah's reign, including all his accomplishments, are recorded in the scroll called the Annals of the Kings of Judah. Azariah passed away and was buried with his ancestors in the city of David. His son Jotham replaced him as king. Zechariah's reign over Israel In the thirty-eighth year of King Azariah's reign over Judah, Jeroboam's son Zechariah became king of Israel. He reigned in Samaria for six months. He did evil in the sight of the Lord as his ancestors had done. He did not repudiate the sinful ways of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, who encouraged Israel to sin. Shalom, son of Jabesh, conspired against him. He assassinated him in Iblim and took his place as king. The rest of the events of Zechariah's reign are recorded in the scroll called the Annals of the Kings of Israel. His assassination fulfilled the Lord's message to Jehu. Four generations of your descendants will rule on Israel's throne. And this... Is how it happened. Shalom, son of Jabesh, became king in the thirty ninth year of King Uzziah's reign over Judah. He reigned for one month in Samaria. Menahem, son of Gadi, went up from Tisra to Samaria and attacked Shalom, son of Jabesh. He killed him and took his place as king. The rest of the events of Shalom's reign, including the conspiracy he organized, are recorded in the scroll called the Annals of the Kings of Israel. At that time, Menahem came from Tizra and attacked Tifshah. He struck down all who lived in the city and the surrounding territory because they would not surrender. He even ripped open the pregnant women. Menahem's Rule Over Israel In the thirty ninth year of King Azariah's reign over Judah, Menahem, son of Gadi, became king over Israel. He reigned for ten years in Samaria. He did evil in the sight of the Lord. He did not repudiate the sinful ways of Jeroboam's son Nebat, who encouraged Israel to sin. During his reign, Paul, king of Assyria, invaded the land, and Manahem paid him 1,000 talents of silver to gain his support and to solidify his control over the kingdom. Manahem got this silver by taxing all the wealthy men in Israel. He took 50 shekels of silver from each one of them and paid it to the king of Assyria. Then the king of Assyria left. He did not stay there in the land. The rest of the events of Manahem's reign, including all his accomplishments, are recorded in the scroll called the Annals of the Kings of Israel. Menahem passed away and his son, Pekahiah, replaced him as king. Pekahiah's reign over Israel In the fifteenth year of King Azariah's reign over Judah, Menahem's son, Pekahiah, became king over Israel. He reigned in Samaria for two years. He did evil in the sight of the Lord. He did not repudiate the sinful ways of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, who encouraged Israel to sin. His officer Pekah, son of Remaliah, conspired against him. He and fifty Gileadites assassinated Pekahiah, as well as Argob and Aria in Samaria in the fortress of the royal palace. Pekah took his place as king. The rest of the events of Pekahiah's reign, including all his accomplishments, are recorded in the scroll called the Annals of the Kings of Israel. Pekah's reign over Israel In the 52nd year of King Azariah's reign over Judah, Pekah, son of Ramaliah, became king over Israel. He reigned in Samaria for 20 years. He did evil in the sight of the Lord. He did not repudiate the sinful ways of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, who encouraged Israel to sin. During Pekah's reign over Israel, King Tiglath-Pileser of Assyria came and captured Ijon, Abel-Beth-Markah, Joannath, Kedesh-Hazor, Gilead, and Galilee, including all the territory of Naphtali. He deported the people to Assyria. Hoshea, son of Elah, conspired against Pekah, son of Ramaliah. He assassinated and took him place as king in the twentieth year of the reign of Jotham, son of Uzziah. The rest of the events of Pekah's reign, including all of his accomplishments, are recorded in the scroll called the Annals of the Kings of Israel. Jotham's reign over Judah In the second year of the reign of Israel's king Pekah, son of Remaliah, Uzziah, son of Jotham, became king over Judah. He was 25 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned for 16 years in Jerusalem. His mother was Jerusha, the daughter of Zadok. He did what the Lord approved, just as his father Uzziah had done, but the high places were not eliminated. The people continued to offer sacrifices and burn incense on the high places. He built the upper gate to the Lord's temple. The rest of the events of Jotham's reign, including his accomplishments, are recorded in the scroll called the Annals of the Kings of Judah. In those days the Lord prompted king Razin of Syria and Pekah son of Remaliah to attack Judah. Jotham passed away and was buried with his ancestors in the city of his ancestor David. His son Ahaz replaced him as king. 2 Kings chapter 16 Ahaz's reign over Judah In the seventeenth year of the reign of Pekah son of Remaliah, Jotham's son Ahaz became king over Judah. Ahaz was twenty years old when he began to reign, and he reigned for sixteen years in Jerusalem. He did not do what pleased the Lord his God, in contrast to his ancestor David. He followed in the footsteps of the kings of Israel. He passed his son through the fire, a horrible sin practised by the nations whom the Lord drove out before the Israelites. He offered sacrifices and burned incense on the high places, on the hills and under every green tree. At that time, King Razin of Syria and King Pekah, son of Remaliah of Israel, attacked Jerusalem. They besieged Ahaz, but were unable to conquer him. At the time, King Razin of Syria recovered Elat for Syria. He drove the Judahites from there. Syrians arrived in Elat and lived there to this very day. Ahaz sent messengers to King tiglath pileser of Assyria, saying, I am your servant and your dependent. March up and rescue me from the power of the king of Syria and the king of Israel who have attacked me. Then Ahaz took the silver and gold that were in the Lord's temple and the treasuries of the royal palace and sent it as a tribute to the king of Assyria. The king of Assyria responded favourably to his request. He attacked Damascus and captured it. He deported the people to kir and executed Razin. When King Ahaz went to meet King tiglath pileser of Assyria and Damascus, he saw the altar there. King Ahaz said to Uriah the priest a drawing of the altar and a blueprint for its design. Uriah the priest built an altar in conformity to the plans King Ahaz had sent from Damascus. Uriah the priest finished it before King Ahaz arrived back from Damascus. When the king arrived back from Damascus and saw the altar, he approached it and offered a sacrifice on it. He offered his burnt sacrifice and his grain offering. He poured out his libation and sprinkled the blood from his peace offering on the altar. He moved the bronze altar that stood in the Lord's presence from in front of the temple, between the altar and the Lord's temple, and put it on the north side of the new altar. King Ahaz ordered Uzziah the priest On the large altar offer the morning burnt sacrifice, the evening grain offering, the royal burnt sacrifices and grain offering, the burnt sacrifice for all the people of the land, their grain offering and their libations. Sprinkle all the blood of the burnt sacrifice and other sacrifices on it. The bronze altar will be for my personal use. So Uriah the priest did exactly as King Ahaz ordered. King Ahaz took off the frames of the movable stands and removed the basins from them. He took the sea down from the bronze bulls that supported it and put it on a stone pavement. He also ordered the Sabbath awning that had been built in the temple and the king's outer entranceway to the Lord's temple on account of the king of Assyria. The rest of the events of Ahaz's reign, including his accomplishments, are recorded in the scroll called the Annals of the Kings of Judah. Ahaz passed away and was buried with his ancestors in the city of David. His son Hezekiah replaced him as king. Matthew chapter 21, the triumphal entry. Now, when they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethpage at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, telling them, Go to the village ahead of you. Right away you will find a donkey tied there, and a colt with her. and tie them, and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, you are to say, The Lord needs them, and he will send them at once. This took place to fulfil what was spoken by the prophet. Tell the people of Zion, Look, your king is coming to you, and assuming and seated on a donkey, and on a colt, the foal of a donkey." So the disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and placed their cloaks on them, and he sat on them. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road. Others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds then went ahead of them, and those following kept shouting, Hosanna to the Son of David! Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord! Hosanna in the highest! As he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was thrown into uproar, saying, Who is this? And the crowds were saying, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. Cleansing the Temple Then Jesus entered the temple area and drove out all those who were selling and buying in the temple courts, and turned over the tables of the money changers and the chairs of those selling doves. And he said to them, It is written, My house will be called a house of prayer, but you are turning it into a den of robbers. The blind and lame came to him in the temple courts, and he healed them. But when the chief priests and experts in the law saw the wonderful things he did and heard the children crying out in the temple courts, Hosanna to the Son of David, they became indignant and said to him, Do you hear what they are saying? Jesus said to them, Yes. Have you ever read... Out of the mouths of children and nursing infants you have prepared praise for yourself. And leaving them, he went out of the city to Bethany and spent the night there. The withered fig tree. Now early in the morning, as he returned to the city, he was hungry. After noticing a fig tree by the road, he went to it, but found nothing on it except leaves. He said to it, Never again will there be fruit on you, and the fig tree withered at once. When the disciples saw it, they were amazed, saying, How did the fig tree wither so quickly? Jesus answered them, I tell you the truth. If you have faith and do not doubt, not only will you do what was done to the fig tree, but even if you say to this mountain, Be lifted up and thrown into the sea, it will happen. And whatever you ask in prayer, if you believe, you will receive. The authority of Jesus now, after Jesus entered the temple courts, the chief priests and elders of the people came to him as he was teaching and said, By what authority are you doing these things, and who gave you this authority? Jesus answered them, I will also ask you one question. If you answer me, then I will also answer by what authority I do these things. Where did John's baptism come from? From heaven or from people? They discussed this among themselves, saying, if we say from heaven, he will say, then why did you not believe him? But if we say from people, we fear the crowd, for they all consider John to be a prophet. So they answered Jesus, we don't know. Then he said to them, neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. The parable of the two sons. What do you think? A man had two sons. He went to the first and said, son, go out and work in the vineyard today. The boy answered, I will not. But later he had a change of heart and went. The father went to the other son and said the same thing. This boy answered, I will, sir, but did not go. Which of the two did his father's will, they said. The first, Jesus said to them. I tell you the truth, tax collectors and prostitutes will go ahead of you into the kingdom of God. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and prostitutes did believe. Although you saw this, you did not later change your minds and believe him. Parable of the Tenants Listen to another parable. There was a Landover who planted a vineyard. He put a fence around it, dug a pit for the wine press, and built a watchtower. Then he leased it to tenant farmers and went on a journey. When the harvest time was near, he sent his slaves to the tenants to collect his portion of the crop. But the tenants seized his slaves, beat one, killed another, and stoned another. Again he sent other slaves, more than the first, and they treated them the same way. Finally he sent his son to them, saying, They will respect my son. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to themselves, This is the heir. Come, let's kill him and get this inheritance. So they seized him threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. Now when the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those tenants? They said to him, He will utterly destroy those evil men. Then he will lease the vineyard to other tenants, who will give him his portion at the harvest. Jesus said to them, Have you ever read the scriptures? The stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This is from the Lord, and it is marvellous in our eyes. For this reason I tell you that the kingdom of God will be taken from you and given to the people who produce its fruit. The one who falls on this stone will be broken to pieces, and the one on whom it falls will be crushed. When the chief priests and Pharisees heard this parable, they realised he was speaking about them. They wanted to arrest him, but they were afraid of the crowds, because the crowds regarded him as a prophet.